with it we can rock with it all right um so this is i don't know if it's gonna be the first episode that gets released but this is the first episode that i'm recording of the juice um the juice is a podcast where i talk with musicians that are either my friends or acquaintances or people that i want to be my friends or acquaintances um with their uh i talk with them about their favorite movie the juice itself being derived from, for me, the action is the juice, right? So yeah. for Andy, the take shelter is the juice, and I'm gonna ask you to I'm gonna ask you to say that. Do I have to say the take shelter? Or yes, because as sweaty as possible. Because it has to be as sweaty? sweaty as possible. The take shelter is the juice. Yeah. Well, your name is. My name is Andy Pitcher. And the take shelter is the juice. It's, it should be for me. The take shelter is the juice, but that's okay. We'll okay. No, we'll do this. Okay, go ahead. My name is Andy Pitcher. And is sweating? Or can sweaty. I say like sweaty. Me? It's sweat. It doesn't have to be like uh, gritty. You know what I mean? Right now, I'm, I'm hearing a grizzled voice. It could just be regular voice. It could be. It could be grizzled. I, I like that you're going with that. I yeah. Th- when I hear sweaty, I think like um uh. But like, I think I'm also think I'm tough. You know? Okay. Sure. Like yeah, tough, yeah. Like tough. Like I'm tough, but I'm a nerd. Um, oh, yeah. My name is Andy Pitcher, and for me, the take shelter is the juice. Yeah, that's right. Okay, good. Okay, so we're going to we're gonna roll with that. We're going we're gonna to okay. roll with that. Yeah, let's rock it. Okay, so uh, this is, like I said, the first episode that I'm recording of the show, uh, and, and we're just going to – we're going to talk about take shelter. So, so um, here, here's where I want to start. For the listener at home, we're in Mike's office. His yes. curtains match his guitar, which yep. match – his carpet which has a secondary color a green um which matched the pillows on the carpet and he has a hockey stick here that reminds me of that simpsons episode where they get the hockey stick filled with termites and they have to move to the circus or something yeah i still gotta i still gotta do the simpsons um i got disney plus because it's cheaper for me to have disney plus um in this package with espn plus i have espn plus to watch all out of market nhl games um and it's cheaper for me to do this little bundle thing to have with Hulu, ESPN Plus, and Disney Plus than it is for me to literally just do Hulu and ESPN Plus. And today, our first sponsor. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, uh, so okay, let's let let's talk real quick. Uh, Andy, we've been friends for a pretty long time. Yeah. Um, luckily, we met. Luckily is right. We met like about a decade ago. Yeah, I'd say that's about right. I'm I think 30. I want to say it was probably actually before then even. Yes, I was probably 14. I'm now 27. Yeah, so that sounds about right, actually. Uh, 17-ish sounds right for me because I'm 30. Um, we've been playing music. We live, we've always lived close together, and we, uh, we've, we've always been playing music in like, like near each other. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been on tour together just once. Um, one long one, yeah. but a lot of little ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you've sold merch for us. You, uh, you, you've toured yourself in your own projects, um, and you have always been working within music in terms of like 
we worked at Supra together, Supra Amplifiers, mm-hmm. best job I've ever had um, in terms of the environment, I'll yeah. say. Um, Thanks to us. And and a lot of, uh, and, 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 and pretty much all the people as well. Um, well, I guess, which I guess is the environment. Um, so you, from there, have kind of, you know, uh, bounced around a little bit. You worked for Stringjoy. You've worked for uh, Red Panda. Yep. And now you work for Diodario. Yep. Yeah. So you've got a, a real, you've got, it's, it's kind of like a real job now. Or not kind of nice. like, it's like, a, it's, yeah. it's a real job. It's, it's funny being a musician um, who also is working for a career in music because, you know, some folks are like, yeah, at home, I'm, you know, at home, I'm, I'm an architect at home. I'm a yeah. teacher, but on the road, I do this. I'm kind of in this like mishmash place where I'm not a professional musician, but I'm, well, but I'm not not a right. professional musician. And yeah. I'm also like not a business guy, but I, mm-hmm. I'm not not a business guy. So can, in terms of like the music that you make outside of just like soundscape stuff yourself and like, mm-hmm. uh, am, am I allowed to talk about the band that you're in right now? I'm in a, yeah. I'm, well, I, well, you know, we're in a, I'm, I'm working through a couple things. Right. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You, you're, you're playing guitar in a band with, uh, so I, so I recorded on the arms right. ultra pop and, um, through, my friend Kurt and the drummer of the arm, Ryan Hackney, who's perhaps my favorite drummer, mm-hmm. uh, and Kurt, who produced that record, uh, we are in a, a group together, and we're writing when we can. It's it's really lucky because both of them are very busy with other bands and projects and owning studios, and I myself am very busy with work. So when we all have that lovely moment of freedom, we can fall into this tertiary project and... Uh, you know, so find some new sounds. It's very, yeah, it's very specifically like who's, so it's, it's a three piece right now. We're considering adding, um, trying to find a vocalist, cool. uh, you know, but we're just not sure who yet, but sure. my only thing is I'd like it to be someone who knows how to use pedals so that we can time to time have more like a vocal pad rather oh, yeah. than like there has to be lyrics all the time, which is kind of a Pat Metheny thing. But what if yeah, it was yeah. like Don Caballero? Yeah, 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 yeah. The like nineties Matheny stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's great. It's great. Letter from Home and other Matheny, the nineties and onward. I think he's still. I don't. I think he's more jazz, like like instrument jazz focused right now. I think right. Yeah, yeah. But even like First Circle, which is like eighty two, eighty one. Yeah, yeah. I I kind of think the nineties Matheny is the best. It took. I went through like a couple of different like phases. Mm-hmm. It's funny. I'm gonna talk to Peter Rono from Kanashi in a couple of days. I don't know if that episode will come out yet or if it's coming out later. But <laughs> it, he his favorite movie is Hereditary, and uh, that movie kind of got me into Joni Mitchell because the end credit oh. song is both sides now, even though it's not her performing it. It's sure. Judy Collins, and then through Joni Mitchell, I've always heard about Pat Metheny and, and Liz, but then. Uh, he played guitar for jo- uh, Joni Mitchell, yeah. uh, and then I really kind of like dove pretty deep into Pat Metheny, and then I like I kind of settled on oh I listen to everything. I very much settled on the '90s Metheny stuff as that's the stuff, that's mm. the juice, that's the for juice, me. <laughs> that's the juice for me. Uh, you have to listen to if you haven't. 
there, have it right there. There are mm-mm, there are acoustic demos yeah. of Hissing of Summer Lawns okay. that were never released but are like out. Okay. And it is so interesting because she clearly crafted these big walls of sound that she handed off to these different players, you know, and like yeah. like on Hegera, it's really obvious where it's like, oh, there's Jocko, there's Larry Carlton, here's some yeah. like something that kind of sounds like Pat, or it would have been when it, she was touring it. Um, on on the demos, it's all her vocals and all guitars, so it's just this like incredible wall of sound thing that isn't present on any of the records. It's a it's a cool different take on her approach. That sounds nice, especially because it's, funny enough, with Joni, I kind of think that I like her court and spark blue mm-hmm. like the the stripped back acoustic songwriter stuff a little bit more than when she goes full jazz mode yeah um but like i appreciate the jazz mode for it being like uh just like one trying something different and two like really going what i don't know if it's her comfort zone or not but at least for like what her listener base probably is their comfort zone as a whole totally just like soft singer songwriter gentle into kind of just like yeah definitely louder and 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 more rigid and stuff like that um but yeah so 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 like you you brought Matheny because of yeah your your band with Kurt um and and the drummer Urian gotcha who's also in um Ref Francis and just a, a lot of a lot of fun projects and yeah. he runs a studio i believe it's called The Box very sick out of uh, Vermont very sick uh and so at some point this year i'm sure we'll uh you'll you'll have some kind of music out or at least be close yeah this this or next year yeah we're working towards stuff and then i have a record coming out with um gabriel marin under the uh, social assassins project name it's kind of like dual guitar wildness gabriel primarily is um in consider the source cool but um we played with them once yeah they're awesome they're so fun and and he's never had a project where there was another guitar kind of doing the super affected like electronic guitar thing that i do where instead of like synth pads and stuff it's kind of you know semi-improvised guitar following a structure right that he does his thing over as if he were a vocalist okay and, right uh, that project's really fun and yeah i just got some studio stuff and on top of working as an artist relations guy at Deodera, yeah which is sick um okay so so very so so you know that's kind of our relationship what i want to talk about now is and I kind of wish you had your little cardboard cut out. Uh, your relationship <laughs> with, very specifically, you know what? Before we get into your relationship with this movie and this actor, really, um, what is your relationship with movies as art? In terms of like, what what's your relationship with movies? Do you do you look at it more as art or more as entertainment? What what where where it can be both, but more like when you think about making a movie or watching a movie what's what what's the kind of like mind frame that you get into if you even think about that um i think of it really as a very open medium and whereas with music my my heart's too close to it i have a hard time sometimes consuming total junk food yeah whereas with movies i'm really content like you know i i I can't stomach going to see a two-hour set that i don't like sure but I will go like I I was really early on the movie pass thing, so I was lucky to see a lot of trash like yeah. Yeah. Um, Hurricane Heist and things like sure. this. And it's like there's not much I remember from it, but I enjoyed spending that ninety minutes in that theater watching something irredeemable. Yeah. Um, and then also there are films, and so I you know I think in my brain I just call some things movies and some things films and. 
it's like my kind of tongue in cheek way of separating the two yeah like I don't think I've ever seen a David Cronenberg movie. Sure, sure. I've sure. seen a lot of film. He, I, I would argue that he might have. Have you ever seen like his first two? His first two. I or have three? not. His two works. Yeah. They may be movies. They not might film. be movies. They're cool. <laughs> they're cool, but they're not quite. And I think like maybe something like Scanners, Tears. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, Videodrome, Crash certainly is not a movie. Yes. Um, uh, and then yeah even even like the newer stuff is fucking crimes of the future is not oh, a movie incredible yeah that's, and and so yeah yeah that that's kind of like my relationship where i'm happy to go see schlock yeah um i'll go see every uh blumhouse film that comes out yeah yeah sure and you know the 19 trash ones that turn a profit that fund the one good one that come out every couple of years yeah i'm happy to see all of them yeah you yeah, know? yeah yeah I don't even remember what they called trick or treat or something or like truth yeah, or dare yeah, or whatever. People love trick or treat, trick or treat, I trick or treat, trick or treat is Gene Simmons. <laughs> I don't know if you've ever. Do you know about that movie? I, I'm unfamiliar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Alice Cooper might be in it also. Oh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it is. What's his IMDb like? Wayne's World two. Cooper. Trick or treat. He's in Prince of Darkness too. You ever see Prince of Darkness? Carpenter uh, movie. Yes. Film, I guess. I I never yeah, say film. film. I always say movie. But but I I like the way that you separate it out. Um, but yeah, he's in Prince of Darkness for a, for a minute as well. Mm. Uh, but but yeah, and then uh, uh, we like we just went to go see. I think we both kind of land in the same place with it. Uh, Barbarian. We went to go see Barbarian yeah. together. Um, that to me is fun, stupid schlock. It definitely has like it has like it. it, it, it people really like it. A yeah, lot. it's I, caught. It's caught on. I think we we've been in a dry spell, and Zach is is a a great, you know, has done has made a great work. Yeah, it's, um, uh, it's uh, so that that being the director of the yes, movie. Yeah, and the, and the only other movie that he technically directed is that uh, movie with Trevor from The Whitest Kids You Know. Zach was also in The Whitest Kids You Know. So it's and, called like and, House Bunny or something like that. I don't want to talk about it. I watched I'm, it. I skip over it in my brain because it is so bad and sad. I think I watched it with Lauren, maybe Lauren, my wife, once, maybe twice. I, I have a, I have like a real soft spot for, <laughs> I, I, I have, a, I have a soft spot for boner comedies and for just like and for rom coms. Yeah. It, I, I don't know about rom com, but there's a romance kind of element to it. But I've got, I've definitely got a very uh, a soft spot for boner comedy, so I, I, I don't know, I kind of like it. I, but I think every movie is good, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, I that's true. I know that about you. Yeah, every movie is good. Yeah. All music's good too. Well, <laughs> so, so okay. How about this movie? What's what? Let, let me let me tell you about my short relationship with this movie. Uh, you told me about it. I'd never heard about it before, so I yeah. pop it on, and I really liked it a lot. And we'll get into that, but um, I really like. Uh, uh, I really like Michael Shannon maybe not as much as you um, I really like Jessica Chastain um, phenomenal um, pairing I uh, you ever see uh, did you see that Eyes of Tammy Faye movie I have not yet that she's in it's pretty great it's pretty great I think it, I, I believe I, the two of them are also now in George and Tammy about um, George Jones and Tammy Wynette if oh, I'm not mistaken really um, they've they've done a couple things together is that like a uh, like a docudrama series yes okay okay yeah, I, I gotta watch that. They shot it in Nashville around the time I was living there, and I was hoping for a, a sighting, but right, no right. luck. But but so your relationship with this movie, and I guess that probably starts with Michael Shannon, mm-hmm. because I don't think you discovered Michael Shannon off of this movie. You more likely were like Michael Shannon movie. I'll watch that. Correct. 
Yeah, so I, in in the days of the movie pass, the aforementioned movie pass, went to see Tom Ford's um, Nocturnal Animals. And I don't remember the two that preceded it, but I had just happened to see things that Michael was in. Michael Shannon seems to do like 20 movies a year. Oh. And, and it's... He's he's the James Brown. He's the hardest working man in Hollywood. There, except he actually respects women. There is a um, there's a game that we're gonna play at the end of the episode, and I had to kind of go through all of his movies to check on something, and yeah. I was like, for fuck's sake, the amount of things that I had to click on uh, and realize. It, it, and I, I just pulled up his page right now, and I'm looking at the stuff before uh, before um, Nocturnal Animals, and uh, I mean he was in. Man of Steel and Batman vs Superman. Oh uh, yeah, it's odd. They came no. together, maybe. I don't know if you've seen that. Oh, one. I I mean, it was it was. You said there were two preceding it that you had seen. Yeah, and and I'm I cannot. Right. I, I at this point I've seen so many I don't remember what they were. Gotcha. But it was the kind of thing where like I've never had a favorite actor. Right. Like if you ask me who my favorite actor was, I might have said Matthew Lillard because I liked <laughs> him in Without a Paddle when I was in fourth grade. Hey, that's a that that's a very I, fourth grade movie. I just had not updated the answer in that long and. After seeing Nocturnal Animals, I was like, this guy keeps popping up in my life, and he is so talented. Who is this? And so I looked him up, and I was like, Michael Shannon. I think I might have a favorite actor. And so I looked into some of his other works. Um, And, you know, on Netflix, you can just type in an actor's name, and it gives you, you know, the two movies they're in. But for Michael, I got, like, 30. Right. And I proceeded to watch everything that was available at the time. This was probably 2017, 2018. And, uh, or I don't know, whenever Nocturnal Animals came out. Do you have that right there? Uh, I think it is. Let me see. It's 2016, and for fuck's sake, hold on, check this out. One, two, three. Hold on, actually, let's do this. Guess how many movies he is credited in in 2016. I'm going to say 12. <laughs> I might be overshooting. But I don't... And uh, I, 10. A little 10. overshooting, but, but, but by not a comical amount. I wonder if he was still doing um, Broadwalk Empire at this time, too, because that series definitely would have taken up some of his time. Yeah. And uh, big big fan of, of that show as well. Um, I believe that's Terry Winters. <laughs> who had wrote uh, some stuff for The Sopranos as well. But okay, I, I right. Boardwalk's better. But anyway, and so, um, yeah, those eyebrows went up. But I'm gonna, I know, like, I I'm know that. Uh, yeah, I know you're not, one of the only people that I know that, that doesn't not, it, it's not just like, oh, yeah, The Sopranos is okay. It's more of a, I don't like The Sopranos with like you. It. It's not for me. But it's, it's not for me. But, um, yeah. but yeah, I just got really into Michael. And so I had came across this movie take shelter mm. when i was just basically like watching a movie a day of his and i was so taken by it and so i had to have a favorite movie for my favorite actor and so when right. someone comes to me and asks for a movie recommendation um i like the idea of recommending something they probably haven't seen i'm not gonna be like oh have you seen goonies like of course right, they've of course. probably seen goonies and if they haven't someone else is gonna tell them in to their see life. goonies yeah. yeah so it feels like my work someone's uncle or mom or dad yeah yeah yeah, it's my work to tell people about take Michael shelter. Michael Shannon, more specifically, take shelter. Do you like Nocturnal Animals? Because that movie gets a lot of heat, but I actually really like it. I thought it was good. Yeah, um, I think it's uh, he does a good job of playing a, a cop because his whole behavior in the movie uh, anchors on the fact that the work was not effective. Right. Right. Yeah. Good point. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I've spent my life as a police officer and didn't mean shit. Yeah. I, I really like that movie a lot. But yeah, it does take... It takes a, a considerable amount of critical heat for some reason. 
I didn't. I'm not privy to that, but maybe yeah. it's because Tom comes from the fashion world and yeah, people yeah. want him to stay in his lane. Yeah, yeah, that's that's entire. And he did he also direct? I'm thinking he did of, something before that. There's and... there's a very annoying movie um, <laughs> that Hall and Tony Collette are in. Um, I'll think of it. I'll think of it before the end of the before the end of the pod. Um, and I think it's the same director. Actually, I'll be able to tell right now. But uh, I'm gonna pull that up. And while I do, um, okay, Tom Ford, like you said. What else? Filmography. Nope, not not what I'm thinking of. I'll figure it out. But um, yeah. So uh, you you like nocturnal animals, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, and then and then yeah. So you kind of uh, uh, attach yourself to Michael Shannon to a certain extent. Um, and then from there. Uh, discover take shelter because you're going through his stuff basically yep and and while i think like you pretty much add him to any movie and it makes it worth watching to see his performance be it a like graham parsons body robbery true story with johnny knoxville yeah in which he is like a, a burnout hippie friend or the shape of water where he is a fucking crook like whatever shape of water rocks yeah whenever he's there you're like, oh man, this movie's kind of lo- oh, what is this? I believe him. Yeah, like that. I always believe him. Bug, I believe him. Bug's one that's on my list that it's like for the last two months I've been trying to watch Bug, uh, and I haven't yet. I think we watched it once. Right, <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> I think we watched it once, but it was in like a three movie marathon sure. of a night. Sure, and and you may have been it may have been like movie three, and you'd yeah. be dozing a little, and yeah. that's okay. Um, but yeah, it's worth a it's worth a a uh, premiere. You know. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm tonight. I'm watching Bug. Not we're watching three movies. One of them is Bug. Yes, precisely. Yeah. Um, okay, so 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 that is your relationship with that's your relationship with this movie. Um, how many times have you seen it? Hmm, five. Cool. I have. I, I typically watch movies once. Right. Hey, so that's that's saying something then. Yes. I have, uh, and and you rewatched it today, mm-hmm. uh, for the first time in how long? Um, sixteen months, about. Okay, right. Okay, cool. Um, because I just had to. Hereditary is one of my favorite movies. I just had to rewatch it, um, for the first time in about that time frame. So, uh, it it you forget about stuff, and it, with one you know something that you really like, and then it hits you, and you're like, oof, that man, this this rocks. <laughs> I, I love when I love when a movie does that, or music even too, honestly. Um, but yeah, so my whole relationship with this movie is that you recommended it to me. Not, I mean, in a way you did because I asked you what your favorite movie was for this pod. I, I will say, me recommending it to you is still accurate because I for sure have told you to watch this in the past. Okay, right. Um, but I think you took it as just like Michael propaganda. Sure. Well, maybe, and I do like him, but I, I don't. It's not like uh, I'm not a completionist. It may have seemed bi- biased. It may but, have seemed biased for me to be like, you got to see the deep cut. I'll tell you what. After after seeing it, I might have to become a completionist. It's he's different. Yeah, he he rocks. So so, um, yeah, I watched it uh, two three nights ago, and it absolutely rocked me. It it it, it was really really great. Um, but you know what? Let's let's go through the movie. Let's let's go through the movie really quick. And it's and, you know just just like a little bit point by point. He's and and so I should say, and I think that this is going to be the case with pretty much every episode that I record. Uh, spoilers ahead when we kind of go through the plot and maybe even before then but in this in this case not really uh, and like you know we'll be brief but ultimately 
movie starts out and he's having one of the apocalyptic dreams that kind of like uh, is a mainstay throughout um, and he snaps out of it and you you know you're introduced to Jessica Chastain who like I said is unbelievable in this mm-hmm. um, and his uh, his deaf daughter mm-hmm. uh, and he uh, he wakes up snaps out of it and I is he at work during the first during the first one or is it he wakes up snaps out of it and then goes to work I forget I, I believe right he's here. I believe he's about to be late to work, but this right. movie does a really good job of it not necessarily having to be like this happens and then this and then this. Right, it just is like kind of cutting to the moments of the day that matter over you know a three which, four week period. Yeah, which is again why going through this is going to be a little bit more brief or kind of just like us kind of pinpointing a certain thing or two and 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 you know because because ultimately here's the movie right he has the first apocalyptic vision which is kind of just this this rain that's yellow it, it kind of looks like motor oil it behaves like motor oil on his skin and there's a flock of birds behaving in an erratic way right right and then and then um and the storm there's a there's very clearly a storm there's that a storm coming there's a storm coming uh uh by the likes of which you've never seen i believe is what he says um so improvised by yeah. the way we'll get to that he's cool he's he's cool, he's cool. so Right, apocalyptic vision. You're introduced to his his uh, his daughter, his deaf daughter, his wife, and his job, which is uh, kind of just I, I don't even know what it is. It's some kind of construction. It's some kind of construction job. Really good job. That's kind of hammered throughout. Really good health benefits. Yeah, he, he's he seems to be in rural, perhaps Kentucky, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, something. Yeah, so, somewhere. Columbus is too far for him to drive. So he may be in Ohio, or he may be in Kentucky. It may be north, but. So Columbus is kind of the point there where he can't reach. Yeah, yeah, and, and he should for his health. And uh, yeah, he has a good job that seems perhaps union, and he's drilling. Yeah. and he, he, yeah, yeah. So so he he becomes you know, and they they live a pretty normal life for someone that kind of just lives in one of those small towns, has a family, has one of those nice jobs. You know, he seems like one like a simple man to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like not not as a slight on him at all. Just saying, like he lives a pretty simple. I work for my family. That is kind of my drive. Yeah, life. Um, and you're basically he. You know, we're we're introduced to that, and then he kind of keeps having these. You know, another one comes on. Right. He 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 wakes up and he's just little little stuff is is a little bit off. And then you find out that his mother uh, developed or, you know, had kind of the first signs of some kind of schizophrenia. Uh, in, in, oh, her, in her mid-30s. And he is 35 right. during the movie. Same age. Um, and so this is kind of a, a little bit of a, 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 you know, it's a little bit of a situation for him. Goes to, <laughs> <laughs> to put it, to put it uh, you know, yeah, to, to put it bluntly. Yeah. And, a bit of and, a situation. And these dreams are like actually impeding on his life because it's not he wakes up and he's like, gosh, well, that was weird. You know, in a dream, you know, a, a dog bites him, his dog. And he can't seem to find love for his dog anymore. First, he puts a, a, a fence for him, a mm-hmm. little home outside for him to live. And it is really stressed that he's always been an inside dog and this doesn't make sense. And then he even gives the dog away. And to his so, brother, yeah. Yeah, and so every time his older brother, yeah. And so every time something happens in one of these dreams, it carries into his life and is really starting to impede. And so he's trying to, uh, in the best way, I think a, a blue collar gentleman 
who doesn't have much access to mental health or yeah. much experience with it despite his mother being homed for schizophrenia in her mid 30s he's he's just trying to figure out a world he doesn't know but is yeah. forced is forced into by an unknown by yeah. the unknown so so he has a couple of these kind of dreams and like you said they they very much affect him on a uh, his his everyday life because something happens in a dream with someone in particular and it is very hard for him to interact with that person yeah. uh dog whatever it may be um and so kind of at, at a certain point decides i gotta go to the doctor goes to the doctor they recommend that he goes and like you said seeks help in uh a bigger city columbus yeah. um a, a psychiatrist that will help him like kind of through this through this thing yeah his local doctor whose name is dr shannon uh mm-hmm. interestingly mm-hmm. michael um recommends him the best he knows which is which is in columbus yeah and so so he gets right and, and all the while this is going on he kind of is is partly thinking this is a this is a, a an onset to some kind of schizophrenia and then part of him thinks this is some kind of vision from god and there is going to be a hell storm com- uh, hell storm coming uh and I, it, this is kind of brought on by he's watching the news with his wife and they, uh, you know, the the news is covering some kind of absolutely tragic story about a gas leak or something like that. Some kind of just the the family had no shot and, and that's it. Uh, and he starts working on this this hurricane shelter, this storm shelter that is outside the house and kind of this underground thing. Um, and it completely, the, the, the balance of him trying to balance out normal life, work, uh, his, his relationships with the the possibility of him becoming a schizophrenic person and uh the him working on this shelter like just absolutely tears him apart especially because he's trying to do it in secret he's 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 not for most of the movie he does not express to his wife that he's having these visions why he's building the storm shelter he's trying to play it off as casually doesn't explain or communicate why he's being weird about the dog and it he just buries himself in this kind of blue collar silence um which i think is an experience a lot of people can see in in less dramatic ways but as you know most of america you know lives leads lives not totally dissimilar to to his and uh you know to 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 find yourself in one of these situations where we don't have much access to health care you all of a sudden get stuck in this loop of well am i am i sick or am i am i the lucky one like you were saying uh kind of kind of this this balance of you know doing this thing in secret uh and and balancing his regular life uh everyone starts to notice he's off um his his uh dreams are getting worse he had a seizure in his sleep wife tries to call uh an ambulance for him he he he's really legitimately losing it and into the point where he basically we, we we get to a point where he is stealing equipment from work to make this thing uh and then tries to get the guy who's friends with off of his kind of work unit so that way he wouldn't mention to and uh the the owner of the company oh, and also because he the friend that he works with very closely uh is an attacker in one of his dreams right right so right. he wants he wants him off the team because he is just trying to distance himself from these people yeah um that are in his 
premonitions or delusions. It's unclear. Yeah. Uh, he winds up losing his job. Um, his his wife, Jessica Chastain, is uh, ultimately very worried, but um, they 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 figure out a way to make it work. And 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 the other thing that we're that we're kind of glossing over a little bit is his daughter and the relationship with his daughter, who is deaf, and the the health insurance that he has at this like really good union job. And he, uh, he he winds up losing his job because of um, – because you, you can't take insane <laughs> fucking towing and you, you can't take equipment like that from work. Uh, it, it, absolutely nuts. And, um, yeah, so he, uh, he, he, gets, he gets fired and his, his health insurance is supposed to cover the surgery for his daughters. Yeah, to get a cochlear implant, which yeah. would re- repair her hearing. Right. Um, throughout the film, most of the time, you see him and the daughter. They are using uh, sign language, and his. You know, in the beginning, he's kind of up to speed, but as the movie goes on, he's more and more distracted. He's constantly checking in with Jessica about how to say things so he can better communicate with his daughter, who mm-hmm. he's losing touch with. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he's completely losing touch with reality, and I I don't know where you're at at this point, but. You know, there's there's points where you think this guy is losing it, and other points where, like, I mean, I guess the the storm, the fake storm warning. But I, I, I before we get to that, I do want to talk about the the luncheon. Uh, mm. The there's a storm coming. Yeah. Basically, you know, he's he 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 he's completely unconcerned with and and doesn't want to be involved with anyone outside of his immediate family. He has a dream about his wife, but kind of pushes and fights through that, and they, you know. They embrace and and he is uh, he's he's trying to be a little bit better about stuff like like you know he had to give away his dog he's not going to have to lose his relationship with his wife because she was in one of his dreams so uh, he loses the job they uh, she she very clearly sees that he needs help and the insurance now is not going to be able to cover that surgery she kind of figures out a way to sort out a plan between unemployment and loans and stuff like that. Other thing being he took out a, a, a massive loan for all the equipment and time that he's using for the shelter that he's building. Yeah, against their mortgage. Which he is humming on that. <laughs> it, it, looks, it, looks, it looks real nice. I mean, it looks, it looks thorough. He's doing a good job? He is doing a really good job. He's a hard job. worker? He's, he's, yeah, crafty just, man. Just misplaced. Yes. Uh, and so, you know, they, they work through it. And she's like, I just need to do something normal. You need to come to this, like, church luncheon type thing with me. Yeah, and it'd be an opportunity for him to, you know, for them to get a free dinner at this Lions Club. And he'd kind of be seen in the community, which is important because he's been reclusing away. Yeah, so they show everyone's side-eyeing him. He, you know, you you, even leading up to that, uh, friends of hers are kind of like, hey, everything all right? You're... Your husband seems like he is losing his mind. Your husband seems a little, little weird. He's a little weird. And, um, you know, he shows up. Everyone's kind of side-eyeing him, but he's he's pushing through it. And then the co-worker that kind of kind of ratted on him. Uh, that his, he, his friend. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he's he's a friend more than anything. Um, he, he confronts him, and uh, Michael really is holding it together throughout this entire thing and is like, I'm just going to get through this. It's nothing I want to do, but I'm going to get through it. And this guy 
he's just like not not here. This guy's trying to pick a fight with him. He's like, please not here. Um, but it comes to blows, and then Michael absolutely loses it. To what you said, some of this is improvised. Yes. Yeah, so my understanding of that scene is that um, the actors who are named like Russell, blah blah blah, right? Yeah. He names those people. Everyone else is actually from the community where they shot this, which was actually in rural. Love when movies do that. Yeah, wherever, and it was exactly as it was it was like hey you get a free meal yeah and you're just going to be in the background and um which is pretty much what the actual lion's club dinner was supposed to be just like hey come get a free meal right um but uh yeah it turns it into the highlight of the movie pretty much yeah it it is the clip that you know i i think there is a trend of like on twitter of like why why didn't they get an oscar and it's just like a white guy yelling like adam driver and uh a marriage story yeah marriage story but uh, this is one of those cases where he does some yelling, but there's also, you know, there's dynamics to it. There's there's absolutely dynamic to it, and it spawns the, there's a storm coming like nothing you've ever seen, and not one of you is prepared for it. Yeah. Uh, fucking killed me. That was, like, one of those points where, like, I wouldn't say a movie, this was absolutely not, like, I wasn't being taken out of it or anything like that, but I was, like, you know, it's, it's uh, you know, we're, we're, we're chugging along, and at that point, you're just like, holy fuck, let's keep going. <laughs> uh, and, and and the next next scene is the storm that you think, Jesus Christ, he might have been right. Yeah. Uh, and he he takes his family down. There's a you know, some kind of just like a, a more severe storm than, you know, uh, than, than something regular. You know, it, it appeared for all intents and purposes to be... Uh, pretty pretty serious he takes yeah. there's even like a storm siren happening yep which may or may not be real because at this point he's already having delusions and it may be a pretty normal storm that is accelerating his brain but there is enough of a storm for his family to listen when he says to yep. come outside yep so so they they trudge their way outside and um he's got gas masks and stuff and like really uh you know he he makes everyone put the gas masks on and they stay down there throughout the night or however many hours uh his wife is like you you know we gotta we gotta see is you know we we gotta i think it's over and he he puts his ear even before she says that puts his ear to the door and he's like no it's still like he's he's feeling he's like there's it's absolutely brutal out there even though it's completely calm nothing's nothing's going on and she is like no you you have to let us out and, and and I didn't. And the music's building. And the yeah. music's building. And the music's building. Yeah. yeah. And I didn't. I didn't know where we were going with this. I thought this might have been like a. Oh no, he's gonna like keep them down here. Like it's that. Like if he was gonna turn into a real like, you know, if this was gonna get really bad. But he was the 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 whole time there is this element to him that's not like it's never like villainous or like and it definitely wouldn't be purposely villainous. But you know what I mean? Where it's never like oh no, he's lost it, and like he's gonna put his family in direct like dangerous harm mm. he's like you know he gives her the key and he's like I can't I cannot do it and she's like you have to open the door because no matter what if I open that and there's nothing you know it's not gonna change unless you open it yourself walk out and it's nothing and he opens the door and it's nothing it's nothing and the, it's the, the moment that door clatters open the music stops that has yeah. been building the whole time and you and him at the same moment are kind of bathed in the in the silence, yeah, of a very nice day. <laughs> it's real. It's 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 truly like that's the. I would say like, you know, it's uncomfortable, and then it hits harrowing during that luncheon, that that dinner, and then 
and then really you're just really feeling it in the shelter itself and I feel like it almost hits the peak of harrowing when he opens it and there's and it's just a calm yeah. spring day and you're just like this this is hard this is hard yeah they venture out and he's kind of shaken and he yeah. looks he just looks sick he looks sickly and there's this some is the juice crew. yeah this is the this these two these two scenes are the juice for me outside of the ending which is coming which is coming up rapidly <laughs> um you know and she's like we got to get to this you know we 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 got to get to the psychiatrist i don't care how much money it takes they go to the psychiatrist. He's like, "You need time away from this house and this sh- and this shelter." Uh, she, you know, she had mentioned that they go to Myrtle Beach for a couple of weeks every year, or a week, two weeks, something like that. A week, yeah. Um, and he's like, "That's fine, do that." But I think you're gonna need some serious like time in a place where you need to spend time away and like get better. And so that's really hard and tough to swallow. But they're like we'll go to Myrtle Beach first. We'll, you know, we'll, we will do this thing as a family. They go to Myrtle Beach. I'm noticing there's not a lot of time left in this movie. Uh, <laughs> and then they're build. he's building the sandcastle with his daughter. He adds a moat. Yep. He adds all these little protections. Yep. For his daughter's little, little world she's building. And you notice that her attention is not on the castle anymore. It is towards the ocean. And he's, he's like, whoa. And he, he's looking now too. And they're, Jessica Chastain comes down from the uh, she goes onto the balcony where they're staying she is like oh my god they walk up and you kind of see it is exactly the it's exactly the first uh, the first vision the beginning of the movie mm. the oil rain the birds the it, it I, I think it's pulled pretty much from the the, the beginning of the movie it's, it's pretty much that mm. and then it ends and so he was right so it's so, so, so it's a lot going on where it's one of those movies like about very much about something very much about a couple of different things and one of them being uh, the actual like a, a literal premonition as opposed to just kind of like the, the being mentally sick and like the, the toll it takes on a family and stuff like that and it's not quite a metaphor for something like you know a lot of these movies can you know uh, none of this was real this was a metaphor for this for that this is one where it's like uh, this, you know, on top of it being that this is a, a concretely a thing that happened. This is a man, you know, that had a premonition about a, an apocalyptic type storm event, something like that. I, I, I've never felt so confidently that it was true. I, I, I've always entertained the thought that um, finally his family was on the same page as him and not in like they're sharing a delusion but they can understand the signs of him changing because he sees it. He goes up to his wife and she's standing in an open glass doorway mm-hmm. and in the glass on either side of her, you see the reflection. And that's, so that's his point of view, right? You know, full delusion perhaps, or, or actual premonition. Um, but it at least seems that finally the family is operating together yeah. and whether, whether it's because they're about to get fucking wiped out or yeah. they're ready for whatever hey. his, his brain is bringing yeah, yeah, that's actually. And, and the director is the writer of the film, Jeff Nichols. Jeff Nichols. And he's uh he is not clarified. Okay, he's, that's cool. He skirted the question, so I, I I like I like both versions of it. I, I I do too. I I definitely didn't even think about it not being real. Mm. Um, but 
even just you saying that right now, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I, I think the reason that I've always, like, projected on this movie is because I come from an incredibly, you know, like, my father was a plumber, mm-hmm. my mother was a custodian, very blue-collar background with a lot of mental illness. Right. And so to see people, like, not communicate, and it just leads them further down the road, that's no good. Like, that all makes total sense to me. And so to be like, hey, we're all in this together, that's, like, that's a happy ending right. for a, a story that is inherently hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, it uh, it kicked my ass. It was... <laughs> it, it really... It, I, I, I... You know, and I kind of expect most of these movies that I ask people, what's your favorite movie? I pretty much expect expect most movies that I talk about to be heaters to a certain extent. To sure. be, you know... Because if it's someone's favorite movie, it's either going to be incredibly fun or just incredibly powerful. This not being fun. Yeah. This was just powerful. It's a hard movie. It you is. Know, even rewatching it, I'm reminded that like it's not, it doesn't make me feel good no 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 yeah it's it, yeah yeah uh it just feels like a necessary work yep to ponder on sometimes because i, I don't know of another movie that tells this story from these perspectives um that well while also like letting it be and feel like a a movie it's like it's kind of a thriller at times it's, it's absolutely i mean i think that it hits thriller when we like i said the 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 parts where we're where we're cooking you know the juice it's the ju- the juice is those from from that dinner you know that community dinner onward yeah that's when it hits full on thriller before it's a little between the dream sequences and just the, like the way that it moves i wouldn't say abstract but it is more of a drama like an uncomfortable yeah. drama and then i do think that it hits thriller to a certain extent um it i'm i'm very glad that you picked this movie it, 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 it rocks yeah, the only like the only other movies I could even think. Yeah, I'm curious about have that. Have a similar pulse. I almost don't want to say in fear that people would like wouldn't watch this. Okay, right. Um, but like, Killing of a Sacred Deer. I mean, where it's like it's drama interlaced with like, kind of unintelligible like delusion interlaced with familial drama, but that one is much more like on the nose. This is this is very gently telling a very real story yeah yeah you're to that one's more surreal you you're it's a you're dealing with your ghost so it's it's very yeah. much uh like the freak is dialed up to 11 yeah yeah uh where this is just no like like the way that the normal family unit uh operates in killing of a sacred deer when everything is going good and there are no issues is like psychotic yes where like this is like oh this is a normal family yeah yeah, yeah. Totally. but but i but I, I i see what you're saying there yeah not by plot or anything just by feeling right like the feeling that 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 movie gave me of just like Ugh, this sucks <laughs> it really made me feel but it's great <laughs> but it's yeah yeah but it's great it's a good time it was and killing of sacred deer is that something that you considered as one of you or is that just something that you know like take shelter is your favorite were there others that you were considering or oh um i was like it was interesting when you asked me to think of my favorite movie i was i was like dumbfounded yeah and then i was dumbfounded that i hadn't said take shelter because i've said that in the past to other people who've asked Mm -hmm. me that but i think if i try to pick anything else it would be so far from something like this yeah um yeah so well i i do think that something that i want to do especially as i as i keep humming with this um is we'll have you on again to talk about maybe your second favorite movie or just like you see something you see something else that you like and you're like oh man this thing rocks 
your friends so we'll have you on you know it'll be fun it's fun to hang out yeah when I talk about a movie while we do why not hang out and talk about a movie so let let's unless you have, do you have any final thoughts on this movie itself before um, we get to the game that I've that I've got planned I'm so afraid I I just think it's worth seeing it's Jeff Nichols second movie mm. uh, it was made for very little money and it feels like it they're like four actors in it three of which are on Boardwalk Empire and at the same time, this is being made. Is Chastain in Boardwalk Empire? I feel like she must be. Really? Okay. I got. I gotta she's watch got, this. She's now. got that nineteen forties face. I was gonna watch face. it after The Sopranos. Um, and I don't know what I did. I think I just was like, I can't do another. As much as I love The Sopranos, sorry. Um, Sopranos doesn't. Sopranos is consistent. Boardwalk kind of f- feels like it falls off. It goes a little too long. Yeah. But Sopranos is consistent, start to end. I've heard that Boardwalk Empire is comical in terms of violence. It can be, yeah. yeah. But it, but it also is like, um, it's not contemporary. You know, it's about yeah. prohibition. So, yeah, it, you know, it's... Does Shammy direct or he created it? Or he's he's like one of the... He's he's like one of the main driving forces, I think. He, he's the... Enoch he, is the lead, but I, I, don't, I don't know about his actual, like, involvement in the... In the creative, yeah. Yeah. At least from the get-go. I think as it goes on, he becomes more involved with it as it's clear that it's like, oh, this show's going to stick... This show's gonna stick around for a bit. I should do something else with it. Yeah, but um, uh, not not a great impression. But no, you got the you got what I was going for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's if, good. Um, I like him. Yeah, yeah, he's very talented in it. Um, uh, I'll, I'll I'll but yeah, uh, um, yeah. Okay. Well, I I feel th- I feel like you might have other thoughts as I decide to do the game, which is right now unnamed, but I just called it Pod Game. Uh, so, the juice is loose. The juice, maybe, maybe, maybe. It's more of a. It's so so. It's the squeeze. It's hey, the squeeze isn't so bad. The squeeze isn't so bad. There we go. Um. Okay. Uh. I have a couple of questions for you that are multiple choice, and then ones that are more like you might know the answer to it, and if you don't, um, we'll just you know we'll just use it as a talking point more I, than anything. I will say I did no research. That's fine. That's I. I think that's better, and I do think that this because I'm going to be dealing with a lot of people that are more music first people and that don't like a lot of people will just be like I like this movie it's good but might not even know who directed it you know what I mean yes and not even like have no thought as to anything like that yeah I did I did consume anything related to it years ago it's gonna help it's gonna help a little bit yeah uh all right here we go let's start Uh, and and the the game is gonna be you get to choose kind of one of the two either the director or one actor that i choose and we're gonna kind of go off of like and talk about them i okay. picked michael shannon for you yeah that's i i felt and i just felt like it was the right thing to do thank you michael shannon was born in a knoxville kentucky you got it yes yeah, lexington kentucky that was c okay all right <laughs> let's have some fun here you might know you might uh, this might be quick um a movie Michael Shannon is slated to be in. A. Shape of Water 2. <laughs> B. The Flash. C. Knives Out 3. D. Frankenstein 2024. God damn, it's got to be Frankenstein 2024. It is not. I made that up. I do not uh. think that that is... Uh, that's the, uh, well, I did make up actually everything except The Flash. 
I don't. I, Knives Out Three is going to happen at some point. I didn't watch the new one yet, but I will. But he's not. He's not, he's. It's not. No, because he's uh, he was in the first one. Yeah. Right. And, he, and doesn't he die in Shape of Water? Wait. So he's going to be in the Flash? <laughs> yes, he's going to be in the Flash. Is that MCU? No, no, no. no. I think that's. Um, is that DC? I think that's DC because he's in the. Um, what about Superman? Superman's uh, DC, right? Uh, yes, it is. How's he going to be in? The Flash. Let's look. So the Flash upcoming. He's gonna be Zod. Be, yes, he is gonna be General Zod. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. He he's he's the antagonist in the Superman movie in which he is General Zod and has the worst haircut and they give him this ugly little beard. Okay. And it is so sad, but he got that bag and he has two kids he's got to feed, so whatever. So Andy Mushati is gonna be directing that. Do you know what he directed previously? I don't know. The boys. No, a movie called Mama. Uh, and then it looks like he remade Mama five years later. <laughs> oh no, it was a short film that got turned into a full length. Okay. And then, um, what is that? Can, what is Mama? Uh, let's look really. This quick. feels. This feels like supernatural maybe. horror movie. Um, Argentine. Uh, oh, Jessica Chastain is in it. Hey. Um. <laughs> You know what? I'm gonna instead of instead of doing that, I'm gonna go on Letterbox because they have uh, very quick like two sentence uh, synopsis. Okay. Uh, Mama, let's take a look. Okay. Uh, whoa! Guillermo del Toro presents Mama, a supernatural thriller that tells the haunting tale of two little girls who disappear into the woods the day that, the day that their parents were killed. When they are rescued years later and begin a new life, they find out that someone or something still wants to come tuck them in at night. Wow. Uh, what are you doing after this? You want to watch that? Uh, whoa. Uh, a lot of one-star reviews here. <laughs> Could be fun. Um, I was going to say the Avalanche are at nine, but we're going to have like an hour and a half. So if you want to watch something. I think Lauren is a, not asleep, but I think she's done for the night. Um but okay, so we'll we'll figure out what we're gonna watch after. Um, uh, and so the other two movies that he uh, directed were It and It Chapter Two. So oh, that guy, I really yeah, like that, that first day. Yeah, uh, I think that it. I just maybe It Chapter Two is unmakeable in terms of it being good. I love Bill Hader. Yeah, he's probably the best part of that. You like Barry? Yeah, I like Barry. Yeah, I like Barry too. I think Barry's fun. There's I, a couple of like it, I haven't kept up, but I. I watched everything that was out when I watched it, and I quite liked it. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a fun idea, and uh, there's a couple of episodes that are like absolutely humming. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks like the Flash is coming out next year or something like that. Um, oh boy! So they made a full body, uh, like dummy of Michael for the second Superman because General Zod is dead in it. Yeah. So they're like, it'll cost us less to make this like. Is he not in the movie? Five... It's just a dummy of him? Yes, because he's a corpse. So really? they're like, it'll cost less to make this like five-figure expensive dummy is than he... to pay Michael. And so Superman like drags... I haven't seen it. Drags around this dummy, and I've always wondered, where is it? Interesting. <laughs> it's in some warehouse is it somewhere. For sale? It, if it is, it's probably less than what they made it for. That's true. Um, <laughs> Definitely really less than what it cost for me to get one made gonna up your cardboard cutout yeah um okay all right here's one that i think you might i think you might know Mm -hmm. which director is michael shannon most collaborated with um a i'll give you this is the one still multiple choice so i'll give you the uh 
These are all these are all directors that he's worked with more than once. I'll give you that as a hint. Okay. A. Jeff Nichols, mm-hmm. B. Werner Herzog, mm-hmm. C. Michael Bay, D. Zack Schneider. God. Okay, so he's done. As far as I know, he's done two with Nichols. He did Shotgun Stories and what is this one called? Take Shelter. <laughs> Herzog. I only know my son. My son would have be done, which is like the Zerner, Lin, <laughs> Zerner, uh, Werner Lynch. Mm-hmm. And then Michael Bay, I started to think what they've done together. And I'm sad <laughs> to say it's probably Zack Snyder, just based off the Zod stuff. So I don't think that he gets a credit in the Dummy movie. I don't know oh, if he does or not. Yeah, but probably. that still puts him at two with Snyder, I guess. I don't know. I really yeah. don't know. Um, but it's Jeff Nichols. They've really? made... Here, how many movies have they made? I thought to, but so so Jeff and Michael got connected because when Jeff was in film school, one of his professors was friends with Michael. Okay. So maybe there's like a short story that preceded Shotgun Stories that made this get kicked up, but five. They've Jesus. made five movies together, what soon to be fuck? six. They're literally filming something oh right my now. God. Yeah, called The Bike Riders. Oh, I can't wait. Something called Mud. There's one that caught my eye called Mud that I very much want to see that that they're Mud. that he's in. Um, is that newer? Is that like 2012. Less? So okay. I think it might have came out the same fucking year as Take Shelter. Yeah. It's McConaughey. Now, given it looks like he's in oh. he's in these things, but it's uh, yeah, they're like to a lesser yeah. yes. Yeah. Actually, I think I'm, I may have seen Mud when I was doing my something called Midnight Special, where it looks like he is the lead. Actually, oh, I didn't know that that was Jeff Nichols. Yeah, he's they they have like a um a supernatural child that the like government's trying to steal or some shit. I watched a horrible movie about that that someone recommended me once and well it was not this i can't remember for the life of me what it was but it was it was some bullshit like that and it, it did not work that's a crime uh something called loving as well um joel egerton's in it uh looks like he's definitely very low built but he's he's in here he's he's bit bopping around oh no look he's, he's listed third okay he's bit bopping around he's bit bopping in all this stuff uh king Academy Award wins. How many does he have? Oh God, I don't know. Not enough. None. Two. Okay. Um. This oh, this one's gonna multi. be. This is gonna be multiple choice, but okay. this is gonna be fun because I'm gonna give you four choices. Could be one. Could be none. Could be all four. So you have to decide which ones he got a win for. Okay. A. Nocturnal Animals. B. Revolutionary Road. C. The Shape of Water. D. Mud. Actually, I feel like there may have been a Revolutionary Road win. All right. Because he has such a small part in that, but he, like, steals the show. And when you steal the show next to DiCaprio, like, people pay attention. Sure, sure. Uh, He has no wins, but he has two noms. Uh. And uh, they were both for supporting, and they were Revolutionary Road and Nocturnal Animals. I could, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll accept that. Which I'm fine with. I'm fine with. Uh, I can't imagine you're going to get this, but do you know who did the score? For which? Uh, Take Shelter. No, actually. I was wondering about it today because it doesn't have any like needle drop stuff. No. So like, it, it is pretty much entirely the written thing. It is. It's probably cheaper because of that. It's a guy named David Wingo, and I was looking through. He doesn't have a Wikipedia page, but he's got a website. And he's. it's not like he's not worked on anything. It looks like he's kind of Nichols guy. He's worked on all the Nichols stuff. Okay. The most recent stuff that he's done has been television. It's been Barry and Atlanta. Okay. Uh, but also he's got under his belt um, Maggie, the Arnold Schwarzenegger zombie movie that my dad has <laughs> bouncing around the house somewhere that he really liked. 
The Report, which is a pretty good Adam Driver passing around papers movie about uh, CIA interrogation technique. It's pretty good. <laughs> okay. It's pretty good. It's, you know, it's one of the, it's like a, it's like a The Wire type. Okay. Um, like Copaganda. Yeah. Some other stuff. Uh, and he's done some other stuff, but yeah. Um, I, um, I wonder if he has any relation well, to... The Wire isn't Copaganda, though. I don't know. I'm not interested in it. I haven't seen it. You gotta watch The Wire. For, you have to do me a favor and watch The Wire. I'm serious. I'll it's do you a favor. not Copaganda. Okay. I'll try it. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Wingo reminds me of a man named Trevette Wingo. Yeah. Do you know who Trevette Wingo is? No. He's no not idea. a Star Wars character. Okay. <laughs> He's the original drummer through all the records that I'm really into from The Sword. Oh, okay. When you watch the How Heavy the Sax music video and like JD's up front looking straight out of 1971. Yeah. Right? And there's like a fax repairman in the back on the drums and like a striped V-neck. Okay. Okay. That, that's Trevette Wingo. Hey, cool last name. Maybe they're coolest, related. Coolest name of all time. He left the band. When I last checked his social media in like 2011, because I was in high school, mm-hmm. it was like, don't friend me if I don't know you. Oh, yeah. You know, he's just very much like, no, and not like in a bad way, just sure. straight up like, hey, he's I haven't. long enough. Yeah, I was in a band. It got successful. I wasn't that interested. So yeah. he left it and started the rest of his life. So I'm sorry for bringing it up, Trevet. But uh, <laughs> well, I'm sure I'm cool sure he's listening. Yeah. <laughs> um. Uh. Okay. Uh. You gotta watch The Wire. Um. Okay. I'll, I'll watch it. First movie Michael Shannon was ever in. Bug. Groundhog Day. Nineteen ninety-three. Oh no! Fuck! I knew that one. I'm so yeah, sorry. That's okay. okay. So yes, yes, and he he Bill Murray was staying by his trailer, and. I've heard this story, I think. Yeah, he was listening to Talking Heads, and Michael Shannon was really nervous, so he's like, hey, is that Talking Heads? And Bill Murray was like, yes. Because, like, obviously it's the Talking Heads, because who else sounds like that? And he was so embarrassed, and he told the director that he feels like he might have made Bill mad. And so uh, the director must sit on the bill, because Bill... Famously very chill guy. Yeah, on the set. (laughs) Right. like, hey, man. Hey... I don't dislike you in front of everyone. He is so fucking. He, from what I understand, he's a bit of a pill. He, you know, listen, man, he's rocking his, in his free world. But, um, <laughs> but then Michael went back to the stage where yeah. he stayed until the um, creator of Bug on the stage wanted to make it a movie and was like, "My guy, you've done over a hundred shows. Couldn't be anyone but you." Hey, that rocks. So that's my long-winded way of saying I was wrong. Right, right. Uh, you know who directed Bug, right? Freakin'. So, William Freakin' Exorcist. Oh. Yeah. Pretty cool. Wow. He's done, he's done some shit, dude. Uh, not not saying, like, bad. I'm saying, like, he's done a lot of stuff. Uh, okay, just a couple more. Highest grossing movie in the U.S. That, oh, oh, God, it's gotta be fucking Man of Steel. It isn't, but it is Batman vs. Superman. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, highest grossing movie worldwide. Shape of Water? No, it's Batman vs. Superman. God damn it. I was, uh, <laughs> I, was, I was holding that. I was like, Del Toro? I was, yeah, I was gonna, I, I, I was like, oh, should I just include? No, I, I, it would be fun. It would be fun if I did that, this, that way. Uh, 330 mil in the U.S. and not 872 worldwide. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I am fascinated by box office stuff now because I listen to Blank Check so much. Yeah. But, uh... The superhero box office stuff is like that's why I'm rooting so hard for Avatar, man. Um, <laughs> I think that if we come out of this decade with like, there's uh, soup now. You know, the 2020s started out with you know the COVID stuff, which put a pause on the big 
uh, superhero stuff. And now it's like it kind of like they turned over the keys to Avatar and to mm-hmm. a lesser, much lesser extent. Like if Knives Out gets like six sequels, but it's like fun and like <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll call that a win if Avatar dominates and because you know he's, I, I I like uh, I like Jimmy. Why? Because of fucking Terminator and aliens and his. You've heard his aliens pitch before, right? The famous no, one. No. All right. He's made like six movies. They've all made a billion dollars. He, yeah, he's he's, he's up got the to something. He's got the juice. No, no, no. But he would be up to something if they weren't like Terminator Two and Titanic. You know what I mean? It's not like it's not like it's, there's no flukes here. I feel like you haven't seen Avatar Two yet. I've seen Avatar though, and Avatar is, I mean, I think it's just got like, it's not like a perfect movie by any means. But like, I get why it made a billion dollars. Propaganda. Avatar, Avatar, ah. Avatar, cop again. I don't know. I don't know. Um, the Wire, we'll see. <laughs> we'll we'll have you back on to see if if The Wire gets your uh, gets a cop again. I, I think you're gonna like it. I can't imagine you won't. I'll probably love it's it. It's nu- it's very nuanced. It is. It really is nuanced. I love a nuance. Yeah, like like nocturnal animals. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but okay. Uh, newest movie, and have you seen it? Oh. Uh, no, there's no chance because he he is in. Like I, I want to see it. Twenty movies a year. No, I don't know what it is. Oh, I, I'm not even sure what it is. I'm saying there isn't a chance because he's in so many movies that I lose track and Can I, I really give you try a hint? to. Sure. Taylor Swift is in it. What? Taylor Swift is in a movie. Yeah. I just saw Bullet Train. She definitely wasn't in that. No, he definitely no. was. Not um, Bullet Train. Not Bullet Train. Uh, what is it? It seems like it was supposed to be like an end of year Oscar play, and it just. It just dribbled. Yeah, yeah. It really. I, I haven't heard a single good thing about this movie. Amsterdam. I. You don't know. You don't know. I don't know. We gotta watch the trailer after this. It's, All right. It's not good. It's. It's. From what I understand, it's pretty rough. Is Mikey rocking in it? He looks like he's. He looks like he's cooking, man. He yeah. always looks. He's, he's a, always in the kitchen. That guy yeah. rules. Oh, there is a movie where he's in a kitchen and he like poisons his wife, his girlfriend's to to be wife's mm-hmm. lover because she's like. Hey, it's it's a complicated one, but he is a chef. Okay, hey, that's cool. It um, looks very similar to Red, the the three colors. Hey, it's like a lot of like aerial tight Parisian streets. I I ch- I changed my letterbox top for a lot, just like because I like I like the idea of like you know just sometimes I'll change yeah, my like MySpace. Blue has been on mine for a while now. Yeah. Blue, I, I I watched Blue and I was like. I can't remember the last time a movie has made me want to like create so much. It just oh, made me want to make art. It's it's such a good movie. What is the director? It is so many. Uh, uh, it's it's uh, he is um, oh my god, I cannot pronounce it. It's two K's. Yeah. Um, and give my best shot. Christoph, uh, Kiesalowski. He also did like Decalogue, which is the last thing that I'm gonna say here. Uh, take really? it for what it's worth an IMDB uh, trivia uh, oh. note uh, Michael Shannon's favorite movies Alphaville King of Comedy Decalogue which is uh, Christoph you know yeah. uh, it, it's technically a TV series but it's 10 episodes each or an hour long and it's about the 10 commandments basically oh. uh, each episode represents a commandment I don't know much about you know Crumb have you ever seen Crumb? Mm-mm. Crumb do you know who Robert Crumb is? Crumb? Yeah. 
it's it's a it's a documentary about Robert Crumb, and it's Terry's wig off. He directed wow. Ghost World yeah. and Bad Santa, which I just watched Bad Santa for the first time. Is it, is it good? Bad Santa I, is... No, not Bad Santa. Oh. You fuck. R. Crumb. <laughs> like, I like R. Crumb. Is the uh, Crumb is good? unbelievable. Because he's like a real weirdo, right? You, he is... You're a wacky, real wacky guy. I, Robert Crumb is like one of the biggest freaks I've ever seen on camera. And, oh. and that's he's the caveat... He's he's in the whole thing. Wow. He gave this guy permission to tear his wig off. He also isn't he, he like super reclusive? He is. Yeah. Yes. And he's the he's the JD Salinger of the Funny Pages. He seems. You, did you see Funny Pages? I did see Funny Pages. Funny Pages rocks. I saw it on uh, film. What's That's that awesome. Called? 33. 30, 35? Yeah. 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 The Lincoln Film Center. That's awesome. In New York. I took the train over. That watch. I said well, that was pretty fun. And then I laid in the grass for a while. That uh uh, uh that gets my um like uh i'm gonna do a an award show at, uh, for like for i'm gonna do award show episodes one's gonna be for the grammys the nice. juicies and yeah. one's gonna be for the academy awards the juice academy awards <laughs> that guy who he invites to the christmas party yeah. is probably he's probably gonna get a nom for best supporting actor yeah that's my vibe he has my vibe the 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 face he makes when when his mom tells him to take the shoes off in the yeah. house is fucking <laughs> so nuts i wanted that movie to be something that it wasn't i like so like when, oh, actually, my second favorite movie maybe is Juno. Hey, um, that's fun. Yeah, and like the 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 feeling in Juno, who's that Coyote, whatever. But um, it of it like oh, I just wanted something that was like yeah, you know, I don't know, just like youthful and fun. And I was like, oh, this kid, is, it's gonna be a story about this kid. Like, I feel like Juno's str- a little lighter. Str- well, I just, this is not my funny page is not what I wanted it to be, but it doesn't mean that it should have been something else. There, I, there, I have no say. Do you know who the director of that movie? Do you know who's that's uh, an actress's uh, that's an actress's son? Um, the the director of Funny Pages. Director of Funny Pages. Fuck. Is this a oh oh oh? Is this a Greg Allman share situation like not, Deadsy? Not quite. Not quite. It's not like a. He's not like a bastard child. I want the kid to grab so far. Um, wow. His name is Owen Klein, and his mother is Gremlins hottie Phoebe Cates. <laughs> uh, we were talking about it uh, when we were watching Gremlins oh at Pinhead's Christmas this year. And I Kevin I, Kevin loves funny pages. This room that we're in right now with the drapes that match the guitar and the carpet that matches the pillows yeah. is also adorned with many a gremlin oh yeah a lot of gremlins in here i got gizmo i've got a couple of gremlins there on my pedal board my mini home board you'll see a little gremlin i was a little oh yeah, yeah. i was a bit, i was a little sick recently so i don't have my full range but normally i can do a pretty good gizmo right um, <laughs> maybe that's how we'll sign off okay i got one more of his favorite movies oh i, I didn't guess i think it's king of comedy Oh, you you said King of Comedy. I, I said King of Comedy. He, he so I don't know if that's he likes King of Comedy. Yes. Yeah. No. no this isn't answer. a guess. This isn't a. These are all. Uh, these are all just. Oh, listed. this is trivia. Yeah. Oh. This is all his. He likes all of these things. Okay, so I wasn't wrong. And no, 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 you weren't. <laughs> and uh, a movie I called I Stand Alone from 1998 that I don't think I've seen or heard of, um, but I'm judging by the other stuff, I'm gonna have to check it out. Cool. Uh, yeah, Crumb Rocks, man. You should you should watch Crumb. When did it come out? Uh, 90s? Yeah. Um, oh, oh my god. I Stand Alone as a Gaspar No. Oh boy. <laughs> Gaspar Noe, whatever, however you want to pronounce it. Is he a... Uh, vertigo. Uh, vertigo. Uh, <laughs> it's Hitchcock. <laughs> um, uh, 
the inspiration for Zach Wilde's Les Paul. Oh, cool. Zach Wilde, Zach Wilde, a Hitchcock head. Yeah. That's cool. Hey, Vertigo, one of, one of the best movies ever made, I think. The, Jimmy one of the, Stewart's the, the, the like, European poster had that image, that, that like yeah. swirly thing that he has on his Les Pauls. That's awesome. Um, no, uh, uh, um, uh, have you ever seen um, Climax or, uh, my God, the no, one... but I'm in. The really rough... Um, the fact that it is escaping me right now. Enter the Void. Irreversible. Mm-mm. You don't know... Oh, I, Listen, I I cannot recommend it to anyone, but it's certainly. Let me put it this way: like Man Bites Dog, <laughs> it's it's like you wouldn't tell someone to watch it, but uh, you should probably watch it. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> okay, I have it. Look on my shelf. I have it. Irreversible. It's on there. Oh, okay. There is right. just a sequence in that movie that makes me so. I mean, you know, it's it's tough. Um, yeah. But uh, this this should this should kind of sum up him as a director. No way. Uh, his mother took him to see Say Low. <laughs> uh, just them two. I think it was his seventeenth birthday or something like that. Wow. Yeah, he's French Ar- Ar- Argentinian Argentinian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, you get it. You get it. So yeah. Um. Yep. But Michael, Michael likes film. Yeah, and the one thing I was going to say about Chrome is uh. As much as that man is a recluse and he is, um, he is like to himself and, and a psycho, he is the most normal member of his family. And you see through the documentary, it wow. is, it's like harrowing at points, but all, while also being a really fun little documentary. That's horrific. It's cool. Yeah. 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 Maybe, maybe horrific's a better word, but it's a, it's a great, great documentary. How exciting. It's great. Um, all right, I think that'll do it. Until next time, um, Andy, uh, do you have anything to plug other than you know you were talking? We talked a little um, bit at, at the front end. You can find, uh, I use pretty much like Instagram for like my loudest platform for keeping up to date on stuff. Uh, it's just at Andy dot Pitcher. Um, I got a link tree if you want some other bullshit I'm up to. Um, but yeah, check me out there. Send me a message. Um, and uh, yeah. Keep, we'll have you keep on rocking in a we'll, we'll have you back on world. for uh for maybe a Juno episode in a in you know in in good time or maybe even just like maybe you'll be our uh, our Michael Shannon you know man on the ground hey I could do that he's um getting ready to do a play in the theater across the street from my office in Brooklyn that's awesome so he's directing something though too he's he's really? he's making his directorial debut god what a guy he's he's busy yeah, good he's, for him. He's busy, I, you know, and that's like I think that's why he nails his role. He clearly like comes from a blue collar background, and he he is like he works like a like someone like that who like doesn't know anything but work. Yeah, but he's in Hollywood, uh, which yeah. which I understand being like from a long line of like you're a plumber until you fucking die. Yeah, and I'm like, well, I want to do music stuff. Yeah, and you know. It just there's two parts of my brain clashing. Yeah, Lauren always says when uh, when we retire, and I say I'm not, I don't know what you're talking about. You know, yeah. like in terms of just like music, there will be no retiring. Yeah, you can, yeah, yeah, you just gotta work, and yeah. and so it's very interesting to see someone like himself doing what he does. Yeah, love it. I love it. Love it. Love him. And love I love him. you. Love you too. All right. I'll. Uh, that's. Uh, you know, I'll, uh, as as these things develop, I'll come up with some kind of cool little outro. But uh, yeah. that's it. We've been juiced. Uh, You've been hey, 
You've been juiced. You've been juiced. And here's my gizmo. Here's my gizmo. Gizmo! <laughs> That's it. Is 